Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's your boy Drezzo. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Shit buzz right now, keep it moving. Casamigo on the rocks and the hole. If a nigga wanna go get. Okay, y'all. So we have Drezzo with us off the porch today. You came dripped out. We gotta get into the drip. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the rings, let's talk about the necklace, all of that. Little, little light ice, you know what I'm saying? Now nah, I'm talking shit, it's heavy. <laughs> yeah, heavy. And with jewelry, like, is that something you've always been into when you were younger or? Well, I always been a flashy nigga, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I like shit that shine. I like big shit. So I want to start with your background because you are from North Miami. Wait, but you were born in Jamaica though. I was born in Jamaica. I've been in Miami since I was three years old though. Yeah. In North Miami, tell us about the culture in North Miami. The home of the zoos. Yeah, home of the zoos. Even though I'm Jamaican, you know, I was I was admitted. You know what I'm saying? So, Drezzo, that's where the name came from. And um, so that means you basically like adapted some of the zoo culture. Yeah, for sure. So you know how to speak Creole? I know. I understand a little bit. Uh huh. I can speak a little something, but. Now, what's some crazy stuff that we could catch in North Miami? Crazy? Y'all, I'm not gonna lie. Y'all are crazy as hell in Florida. Like, all the news <laughs> is Florida, Florida, Florida. Nah, that, that be people from other places come to Florida and do that. That don't be us, we good. <laughs> we don't break no rules. So, back to that question though, like what's some crazy stuff that we could catch? Crazy? I mean, it depends what you consider crazy. What's the craziest thing that you witnessed that you could talk about? Um, I seen somebody run a red light before. That's it. We don't do we don't do nothing bad over there. Right. <laughs> now, um, I know that your neighborhood played a really significant part in your music. So I just want to ask you, why is your neighborhood such a huge part of your music? I would say. Uh. I'm saying that's that's what made me, that's what built me. So, you know, that's what it is. And what age would you say you officially jumped off the porch? I'm still on the porch. I'll be on the porch forever. And what age would you say you like officially stepped out on your own? On my own? Uh like nineteen. Nineteen? Yeah. What was you doing at nineteen? Um, I got into some shit, <laughs> so really? I ain't really had no choice. I got yeah. kicked off the porch, really. So I had to, you know, I had to man up. Um, with that being said, what would you say was like one of the biggest life lessons that you had to learn on your time off the porch? Uh, just getting locked up, being away from everybody, not being able to move, being on house arrest not knowing how much time I'm gonna have to do. Luckily, I ain't had to do no time, but yeah, that was probably the biggest life lesson I had. And how long were you locked up for? Like a month. A month? Yeah, Did you longest month of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have, well, I know you weren't there for like that long, but did you have support while you were in there? Yeah, I got, I got, I mean, 
I got a lot of homies, like, we hold each other down, like always. And getting into your music, what would you say your grinds looked like leading up to this, to this point now? Um, it's been, it's been ups and downs, you know, like, just like anybody else, like just grinding, working and not knowing where to look to next or what to do next or who to look to or who to trust and just, just the grind, a regular grind. And you're independent right now, right? Yeah. Ooh, what does that independent grind look like? <laughs> expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive. I mean, it's hard. I don't know what the other grind look like with a label because I ain't have it, but I just know that that independent grind, like, it's some work. It's some time. It's some money. It's, it's a grind for real. And um, when I was researching you, one thing that I do love is like you are a big supporter of the female rappers right now. Um, I support everybody, honestly, right. but like, you know, of course, women like, yeah, like I'm a supporter of the females for sure. So what you think about the current females right now running the game? I think they dope. You know, I'm always say city girls because I'm a Miami boy. So then um, you got Dream Doll, you got Lotto, you got Megan. Like, they all dope to me. You know the dude's upset right now because they be saying females trying to act like the city girls now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't really like that either, but shit, it is what it is. Like, you got to learn how to adjust. Now, getting into your music, when did you start taking it serious, your rap career? Um, when, when I started because... I ain't gonna do nothing just to do it. Like whatever I do, I wanna be big. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna do nothing small. Everything I do, I wanna do it big. So like if I'ma do it, I'ma take it serious. So the moment and I started I started in twenty eighteen. So ever since then it's just been like a grind. Like I, I took it serious. I've been going hard. Um, what would you say was the inspiration behind taking it serious or the motivation? The homies. Like they, they motivated me to do it and well, they been telling me to do it. Then when I did it, like it was, everything is them. It's not me, it's them. Like <laughs> it's, it's really all them. Uh-huh. Um, was, were you initially into the music already or was it something that you kind of just like picked up on and was like, shit, I'm kind of cold at this. I was, I was into it, but I wasn't doing it. Like I got other little homies that they rap, you know what I'm saying? And, I got them a studio and I supported what they was doing, you know what I'm saying? So I was always, I've been around it for a little minute. I just never did it myself. Uh, what would you say was like the biggest risk that you've had to take when it, come, when it came to your career? The biggest risk I had to take? Mm -hmm. Uh, shit, spending, spending all this money, not knowing if it's coming back. That's, that's the biggest risk to me. Like, any, shit, I'm, I'm with whatever. Ooh, what's the most that you said you spent with like your independent career? The most I spent? Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> I spent a lot. I don't really like to talk numbers. I don't never really like to say numbers, but I spent a lot. Who were some musical influences for you? Uh Wayne. Really? Yeah. I I feel like Wayne the GOAT. And um, do you have some Wayne influence in your music or? Nah, not really. It's more like Jeezy and Ross and Gotti and that's, that's my energy. 
So how were you able to create the buzz for yourself? Just grinding. I mean, I'm trying to be everywhere that I can be. Just stay in people's face, keep dropping good music and applying it. Um, when I was watching one of your interviews, you had spoke, and it was a 2020 interview, and you had spoke how like that was really like your first time traveling outside of where you're from. Yeah, cause I ain't, I ain't, I ain't never really been nowhere. Like I'm from Miami, and I be in Miami. So like when I did, when I did, um, when I first started rapping, like I did a tour with um Two Official. So we, yeah, I went a few places. I went. And that was the most traveling I did in my life. So after getting that first experience of traveling, you think you're gonna do it more often? Yeah, I'm 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 ready now. Right. Like see that was just a warm-up pregame. Like now I'm I'm really ready to move around. And um I wanna ask you what challenges did you face while you were pursuing your rap career? Challenges? Uh just not really knowing what direction to take who to trust and stuff like that. Like, cause like the industry kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just out to get your money. You know what I'm saying? So I ran into a lot of people that wasn't really like good for me. You know what I'm saying? So I made a lot of mistakes, but that come with the game. What would you say brings out the best in you musically? Uh, My emotions. Like, how I feel, like, you know what I'm saying, just me expressing myself. Um, another thing that I found out when I was researching you is that you're actually really cool with Rick Ross. Yeah, Ross, Ross a big homie. So talk to us about the dynamic with you guys. Uh, Ross, like, probably like the most inspiring person I ever met, really, like, he just, like, his, like, just being around him and listening to the knowledge that he got, like, it damn sure surprised me, like, that's an educated person right there. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. And has he, I'm sure he's gave you like some type of advice. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yeah, just, you know, I'm going to keep it to myself until I acquire them goals that I set for myself off what he told me. Right, I feel that. You talk a lot about, like, relationships. And I did watch one of your videos where you said women should not make a man wait six months until giving them some love. So I need to hear this perspective from you. I'm just saying, though, like, I be feeling like, so if, if, are we both waiting? Like, I feel, because I don't trust people, so I already feel like you lying. Like, I feel like every female got, somebody else they dealing with. Like, even if you just not meet a person, you get what I'm saying? Like, everybody's single, but they ain't single single. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, 
you you might like this dude and you you already got somebody you deal with. Now you mean a new dude that he gotta wait six months, but in the meantime, this, you know what I'm saying? In the meantime, this dude over here, he tearing shit up. Because I done seen it happen. I, I done seen it happen for real. So, like, you over here waiting. Like, you stupid. You waiting on her while Tyrone over there in the background fucking shit up. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, it don't make... I ain't waiting. That's all I'm saying. I ain't waiting no six months. If I got to wait six months, you probably not the woman for me. That's what I'm saying. Uh, what you guys think in the back? Y'all agree? <laughs> you can't be giving away our game like this. Like, uh-uh. Yeah, man. I just, I just, I just feel like it's somebody else, a Tyrone nigga somewhere, fixing shit in the house, killing it. Now, when it comes to dating as an artist, what is like the main thing that you gotta watch out for? Everybody ought to get your money. That's what I watch out for. <laughs> nah, I'm serious though. Like nowadays, it's, it's just it's a little different. It's like, man, I don't even know if people love each other no more. It's really on some what you can That's do for really me. That's really deep. Shit. That you, you know said what I'm saying? that. Yeah. Nah, like for real, it's really like, okay, so what are you giving me? What are you? You get what I'm saying? Like what? Like I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like that because it's like shit. I could buy what I could buy. You get what I'm saying? Like right. how much you cost? I can buy you. But I don't, I don't like that. Like you know what I'm saying? That, that's when how I'm gonna know if you like me for real. And do you think social media makes it like ten times harder? Hell yeah, twenty times harder. Social media is good and bad at the same time. Like, I mean, everybody and, and people don't even be realizing like you going off a picture. A picture tell a thousand lies. Like you going off like I don't a, a female uh, post some shit like some flowers and. It's not even her flowers. It's her homegirl flowers. You get what I'm saying? But now she's hey, gonna... you exposed it a little bit too much right now. <laughs> not, like, not, but not, but don't. Not only females like niggas too. A nigga will post some money and act like it's his money. Then he got to give his homeboy back the money. It's not like I ain't, I ain't bashing females. I love females. <laughs> Let's right. get that out the way. But like you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying social media tell a thousand lies. You can't go off what you see on social media. Right. And when it comes to uh, just basing off of social media, I know like in this generation, we see a lot of rappers going back and forth with each other. Um, how do you feel about addressing the rap beef online? I ain't addressing no beef online, ever. I ain't addressing no beef. Matter of fact, I don't even beef. Unless it's, <laughs> but nah, I ain't, we ain't doing nothing online. I ain't never responding. Like you could, whatever you want to do, I ain't never going to respond to you. Not online. And I do want to touch back on your music because I got the chance to listen to you. And I really like your style. Thank you. And I do want to ask you, like, who would you say are the people that you make music for? Everybody. Just, like I said, it's just my emotions. However I feel at them. Like sometimes women, sometimes they in a trap. Sometimes, like whoever. And when do you feel like you, well, actually, do you freestyle or do you punch in? Punch in. Punch in. Yeah. So I want to ask you, like, what song that you've made, and I know you made so many, what song would you say was one that you really, really felt in your spirit? Uh, to be honest, the first song I ever made when I first started rapping. First time I was actually ever in the in the booth, I'ma say, not in the studio, but in the booth. And was there like a certain situation that happened that yeah. transpired it? Yeah. 
It was. You want to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> I, <don't talk. laughs> I know I said we could talk about anything, but why would you? <laughs> 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 nah, but um, actually, like, that's, that's, that's the other reason why I started rapping. Because, like, I'm a person that, like, I don't really express myself. I really don't even talk much. I be quiet, but. So I was going through a breakup. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I ain't gonna, I, I was going through some stuff. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, that song, to be honest, that was my way of expressing myself. So like, the music really gave me an outlet to express myself, cause I don't. So like, when you doing a song, like you can say whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I just said how I felt. And with To Be Honest, did the person that you know, you deal with the breakup with, did they hear the song? I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. All right, so, and actually, To Be Honest was one of your breakout singles. Yeah. That really went crazy. Yeah. When you recorded that, did you know it was gonna do like it did? Honestly, like, you know, I ain't never rapped before, so I ain't know none of my songs was gonna do what they did. Really? So I was, yeah, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I'm still shocked. Every time I see or I look and I'm like, damn, like I really did that. And you dropped your EP last year in 20, I mean not last year, but in 2019, late introduction. So you gotta tell us all about that. Yeah, that that was um that was like my introduction. And I say late introduction because I started rapping late, but that was my introduction to the game and it was just um, seven songs, seven different sides of Dread Zoe, really. It was just seven different moods. And how would you describe the creative process with this project? It was long and hard because remember, I had just started rapping, so it was kind of like, it was a process. It was a, one of the longest processes. Oh, wait, okay, so you just had started rapping and then you dropped your EP. When you dropped that EP, were you like learning how to rap and you was Yeah, I was, songs? yeah, I was learning. Oh, wow. I was definitely learning, yeah. So after you listened to it, were you like super hard on yourself about it, like critiquing yourself? I was like, so like I, I listened to that, like even now, like I go back and listen to that album mm -hmm. and I listen to myself now and I'm happy because I see the growth. Not saying like that was that was me, but like now, like just seeing how I grew in that short time, it just it mean a lot. So, do you have a project upcoming now? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm. I mean, I drop a few singles, but early next year, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna drop a project. So, how would you say this one gonna be different from this one gonna be lit? I mean, <laughs> it's just me times three this time. You know what I'm saying? So. A lot of growth, a lot of different events, a lot of big features. So we going up. And you also collaborated with Armani Caesar too on that one as well. I did. So how was it working with her? Uh, I don't know that we worked together. It's just I sent her the song, she sent it back, and that was that. The chemistry was crazy though. So. Yeah. Nah, she she definitely a vibe though. She tight. And I really want to get into Baddie that you just dropped with Dream Doll. Yeah. I love the hell out of Dream Doll, and I know it was pretty dope <laughs> working with her. How was that? Yeah, Dream Dream dope. She dope. It was a vibe. Like, yeah, we actually worked together, did the video. She came, did her thing. Like, Dream a vibe. And how did that link up come about? Uh, just knowing people that know people. And we just put it together. 
Do you want to collaborate with any other females? Yeah, Beyonce. You get Beyonce. in touch with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. I ain't going to lie, I love Beyonce. Look, I love Beyonce. okay, what's your favorite Beyonce song? I, I feel like I know what it is already. Nah, you don't know what it is. It's me, myself, and I. Nah, it ain't that. Okay. It okay, ain't okay. that. It's Halo. Halo. Yeah, it's Halo. That shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, when it come on, I be around people, I be singing in my head and shit, because, you know, I gotta look tough. But <laughs> that shit, every time that thing come on, like, yo, I ain't gonna lie, Halo. That, I think that'll be super dope, like a super dope collaboration. Yeah, I'm finna see. I'm finna ask Jay-Z. I'm gonna call him when we leave here. Hey, you know he just made an Instagram. <laughs> you can shoot him in DMs. I, th- I heard he closed it down already. Oh, really? That's what I heard. I don't know. Woo. He ain't following me back either. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's get into 10 Pills that you just dropped. Tell us about that single. 10 Pills, fire. Straight heat. And what was the motivation behind that one? Just, just in the studio talking shit, catching vibes, drinking liquor. Bitch want a body done and some new teeth. We finna ride out of town with these two keys. <laughs> and you also got to collaborate with Lil Baby too. Yeah. Talk to us about that. Yeah, that was that was that was fire. Like I'm like that was that was I ain't gonna lie, baby a beast. Like he, he a monster, like in that booth for real. Like, he, he did that verse, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, so y'all got to work with each other in the studio? Yeah, I went in the studio with him. How was the chemistry with y'all working together? Baby, a monster. If 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 the chemistry not there, you fucked it up. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Nah, he did that. And I didn't get to introduce, but you also got the gang behind you. So go ahead and let us know who you got with you on the porch. I mean, I got the homies. Y'all niggas introduce y'all so. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I got your boy, G-Wag, Fresh Old Man. It's 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 I love that. Everybody you see, we locked in. So I would ask you, before we wrap up, in a year, where do you see yourself as an artist? I see myself doing sold-out shows, traveling the world, just being big, just doing what Drezzo do, being extra. <laughs> and I know you talked about your upcoming projects and you also have your single, Ten Pills and Baddie, but what's next for you? I just keep grinding, keep working, keep doing what I got to do to grow. Talk to us about your video that you got coming up. Which video? I just dropped. I just I just dropped the video for Ten Pills. Mm-hmm. It's doing real good. Um, yeah, y'all lock in. Go I check actually it out. saw that you had a you little baddie up in there. <laughs> I did have a baddie in there. You had a baddie I, up I, in I, there. I try to keep a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. But yes, before we wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs? Uh, shout out to Rags the Riches, ENT, you already know what it is. Shout out to whole Miami. Um, y'all boys got nobody y'all want to shout out? Like y'all moms and shit? <laughs> shit buzz right now, keep it moving. Casamigo on the rocks and up if a nigga wanna go get us all close, I'm just Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? 
Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about. Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.